I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. The NFL, I'm Mike Marillo. When a best first move for a sick kid might not be an emergency room, I'm Christy King. No need to be a citizen to vote in D.C. under a bill passed by the council. I'm Kate Ryan. It's 12 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. Police body cam footage shows officers in Tampa, Florida, arresting several people accused of voter fraud. The people being arrested claim they didn't know they weren't allowed to vote. More from CBS's Ed O'Keefe. Why would y'all let me vote if I wasn't uh, able to vote? I'm not sure, buddy. Uh, I don't know. And that confusion is exactly what voting experts say shouldn't have been allowed in the first place. If you are going to hold this high bar and say it's against the law, make it so that the person is notified from the outset. Don't allow them to go through the system and then after the fact, go gotcha. President Biden on Tuesday promised that if Democrats retain control of Congress, the first bill he sends to Capitol Hill next year will be one that codifies a woman's right to an abortion. Midterms just three weeks away. Some parts of Michigan have gotten as much as 18 inches of snow and in some areas the snow is still falling. Parts of Michigan's Upper Peninsula were hit with a pounding of heavy snow, along with winds gusting up to 55 miles an hour, leading to thousands of power outages. Those areas received about 12 inches of snow. The last early snow this time of year in Nagani Township outside Marquette was an inch and a half in 2020. A warning about hair straighteners. The researchers found women who use hair straightening products more than four times a year are more than two and a half times as likely to develop uterine cancer. Though the rate was the same for black as for white women, far more black women develop uterine cancer each year because so many use hair straighteners. CBS's Vicki Barker. The federal government is taking action against some e-cigarette makers, says CBS's Alex Tin. The FDA says it is taking e-cigarette companies in Minnesota, West Virginia, Washington, Georgia, Kansas, and Arizona to court after it says they flouted federal law, refusing to apply for permission to sell their vape products, and then ignoring warnings that they could face penalties for continuing to sell them. In the American League Division Series, the New York Yankees beat the Cleveland Guardians 5-1 in Game 5. More from CBS's Steve Futterman. The Yankees controlled the contest pretty much the entire game, led by this. A drive to right center field, back near the and gone. The call on TBS, a three-run home run in the first inning by Giancarlo Stanton, gave New York a 3-0 lead. The Yankees would never trail. The Yanks now face the Astros in the American League Championship Series. A NASCAR driver Bubba Wallace has been suspended for one race. He spun the reigning champion Kyle Larson in a dangerous retaliation move at Las Vegas Motor Speedway over the weekend. This is CBS News. Your car today at carsforkids.org. Your car, running or not, can be picked up as soon as the next day. No title, no problem. Go to carsforkids.org to donate. Donate your car today. Now accepting donations of land, homes, buildings, or any kind of real estate. WTOP at 1203. 
Good Wednesday morning, midweek, October 19th, 2022. Welcome in clear and calm, scattered frost by daybreak parts of the area. Cold, overnight lows, 20s and 30s, parts of the area. We're at 40 right now. Good morning to you. Dean Lane, we do indeed thank you for taking us along for your Wednesday morning ride. Topping the local stories we're following for you, we begin this ride this morning with new developments regarding the future of Dan Snyder with the Washington Commanders. Indianapolis Colts owner Jim Ursay has taken the harshest stance yet this week against Snyder on this issue. Speaking with reporters at Tuesday's NFL owners meeting, Ursay says that he believes there is merit to removing Snyder as the owner. You know, I think it's something that has to be given serious consideration. Ursay says he thinks that there could potentially be 24 votes to remove Snyder. That's the magic number of owners who would have to agree to this to kick an owner out of the NFL entirely. The owners met in New York this week with Tanya Snyder, Dan Snyder's wife, representing the commander's organization. A commander spokesperson says Ursay's comments were highly inappropriate and based on falsehoods. In the meantime, lawyers representing more than 400 former Washington commander's employees are now threatening to sue the NFL. This coming after reports that their clients' participation in an investigation into allegations of a toxic work environment may have been used against them by the team and its owner, Dan Snyder. DC attorneys Lisa Banks and Deborah Katz claim after participating in the report done by Beth Wilkinson, many of their clients faced harassment, retaliation, and even public disparagement. This after they were promised their identity would not be disclosed if they took part. The letter to the NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell comes after an ESPN article claimed that lawyers for the commanders use the report to come up with an enemies list. If true, Banks and Katz call the acts morally reprehensible. The two are asking for a meeting with Goodell and also for the report to be released since they claim the main reason they were told it wasn't was to protect the identity of witnesses. In response to all this, a commander spokesperson says neither the team or Dan Snyder was ever advised by the NFL, Wilkinson, or anyone else about the progress of the investigation or who had been interviewed in connection with it, either during the investigation or afterwards. Also, Snyder, in a letter to other team owners, says the ESPN report contains false and malicious statements and that ESPN ignored the team's efforts to correct falsehoods. He also says the allegations that he hired lawyers and private investigators to look into other team owners, and Goodell is patently false and intended to erode the trust and goodwill between owners, something he wrote he takes quite seriously. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Now, WTOP has reached out this week to the NFL for comment. Thus far, no response. It's 12.06 on WTOP. We turn now to an update Wednesday morning on a story we first brought you earlier this week. Fairfax County Police have arrested a suspect in the rape of a woman in her hotel room in Vienna, Virginia. Police say... He apparently entered the woman's unlocked hotel room and physically and sexually assaulted her. A man who knew the victim chased the suspect that day and said the suspect pointed a gun at him. Surveillance cameras at the hotel on Westwood Center Drive and at the Eastern Market Metro Station captured images of the man. Fairfax County Police say said on Twitter that they have the suspect in custody this morning, though they have not as of yet identified him. Children's National Hospital is near capacity with emergency department visits and admissions mostly from respiratory ailments. It's warning families this week with less than urgent needs to expect delays. In most cases, your first move should not be to drive to the emergency department. Dr. Sarah Ash Coombs with Children's National Hospital says a child struggling to breathe needs emergency care. Otherwise, you have options. Every pediatrician should have an after-hours call line. There might be a nurse staffed to respond. They will be able to get back to you and give you some over-the-phone triage advice. What might be the case is that you need, let's say, a next day appointment with your pediatrician. There also are urgent care centers. Christy King, WTOP News. WTOP at 12.07, traffic and weather on the way. Hey ladies, ready to order appetizers? Hmm, I don't think I should. I'm trying to cut back on spending lately. 
Didn't you download that Upside app I told you about? The one that gets you cash back. Huh? No, I didn't. Is it really worth it? Yes, because of cash back from Upside, I haven't had to cut back. Even with prices getting extremely high lately. Wow. And what do you get cash back on again? You get money back on gas, groceries, and it works at restaurants. Look, I get 37% cash back on this meal, including on drinks and apps. All right, I'm sold. You order the apps, I'm buying and getting the cash back on Upside. Oh no, I've created a monster. Download the free Upside app and use promo code APPS for an extra $10 on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's promo code APPS for an extra $10 on the free Upside app. Remember, use promo code APPS for an extra $10 on your first purchase. Don't cut back. Get cash back with the free app from Upside. Good Wednesday morning. Welcome to the middle of your week, October 19th. Glad you're with us at WTOP at 12.08. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. There's the button. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Good morning to Rich Hunter at the WTOP Traffic Center. Hi, good morning, Dean. Authorities still with a crash. Southbound 95, south of 123. It's along the right side. You squeeze left to get by with response on team betting on tow trucks now. Beyond that, nothing else in your way as far as the south as Fredericksburg. Two work zones tying up traffic northbound near Route 1, Spotsylvania, where you're down to a single left lane getting by and between Centerport Parkway and Route 630, Stafford, also down to a single left lane getting by. And in both of these work zones, expect 30-minute closures throughout the night uh, through at least 3 a.m. as a result of bridge work. Now, if you're traveling on 66 westbound as you head toward the Roslyn Tunnel, single file left past the work zone, as you approach and pass over the beltway headed toward Nutley Street, you're down to a single right lane. Between 123 and Route 50, also down to a single right lane. Additionally, the ramp to go west on 50 closed. Exit 57B is part of that work zone. Eastbound side working near 234 Sudley Road, just blocking a single right lane. But then as you approach and pass 29 Centerville headed toward Route 28, you're down to a single left lane. They may have stopped traffic in that work zone for a period of time as a result of hanging an overhead sign southbound 28 slow. Headed down toward 66, we are down to a single right lane getting by. The left exit that takes you toward eastbound 66 closed as part of that work zone. Visit Fitzmall.com to find a safe used car. Fitzgerald has hundreds of cars, trucks, and SUVs mixed to a new car. A Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Storm team for tracking the cold, and it is a very cold start to our Wednesday. Temperatures dropping into the low to mid-30s by the time you step out the front door, and you might need the ice scraper. Frost advisories are in effect across the D.C. metro area and points to the south. To the west and through parts of northern Virginia and other areas uh, to the west, we're looking at freeze warnings. So, yeah, some cold numbers for sure. High temperatures in the afternoon rebounding a little upper or rather low to mid-50s. That's it. Thursday, another very cold start. High near 60. Friday, I have 64. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. Right now, we're at 44 degrees at the Wharf in D.C. as well in Oxon Hill. 34 it is this morning in Sterling. 40 in Holding at our nation's capital. This midnight hour, Wednesday morning, midweek, October 19th. This check brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimates. The Invasion of Ukraine. Live updates 24-7, 365. Washington's top news, 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. The very latest in just minutes on WTOP. Caring for atrial fibrillation requires a team of medical specialists working in rhythm to create the best treatment plan for your unique risk factors. At ANOVA, our integrated AFib team works together to provide personalized care that is proven to achieve the best results. 
we work in sync to make sure your heart beats in regular rhythm. Schedule your AFib consult today at anova.org slash heartbeat. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. At Amentum, we're fiercely committed to making the world safer, smarter, and cleaner for all. We do this by accelerating solutions in intelligence analysis, environmental services, clean energy, health systems, C5ISR engineering, and unmanned autonomous systems. Amentum applies proven expertise in enabling technologies and people to accelerate response to the unexpected, prepare for the future, and surpass expectations. Discover more about our innovative solutions and connect with us at Amentum.com. This is WTOP News. WTOP at 1212. Good Wednesday morning. Now to the latest of the war. Russian airstrikes cut power and water supplies to hundreds of thousands of Ukrainians, part of what Ukraine's president now calls an expanding Russian campaign to apparently drive the nation into the cold and dark and make peace talks impossible. President Vladimir Zelensky said this week nearly one-third of Ukraine's power stations have now been destroyed just in the past week, causing massive blackouts across the country. This morning, WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green with the very latest. A member of Ukraine's parliament messaged me the following. Four hours of attack, now in parliament, singing the national anthem. I asked what kinds of attacks. She said missiles. And it's because of these missiles and swarms of drones that Russia's been sending. Kiev and more than 1,100 towns and villages across Ukraine have been left without power. This is after about 10 or 11 days of Russian strikes that have targeted energy facilities across the country. And according to uh, Ukraine's emergency services director, there are 1,162 settlements in Dnipro, Petrovsk, Kirovograd, Zorodomir, Kharkiv, Donetsk, Zaporizhia, Luhansk, Mykolaiv, Kherson. They're all cut off from electricity in some part. So this is what's been going on. Ukraine is facing a very serious situation that's very much akin to what was taking place in the early days of this war. JJ, we've seen through the course of the war that Ukraine has responded strongly to a, a number of significant challenges. How is the country responding to uh, what's been happening this week? They're working very hard to try to shoot down as many of these missiles and drones as they can, and they're working feverishly, lobbying Western governments to send them weapons that can help them do this better, more modern weapons that can help them do this better. They're repairing these downed or damaged power stations and facilities, but the problem is it takes a while to do that. And in the meantime, Russia continues to send these swarms of drones at them and firing missiles. Russia's objective in this particular situation seems to be a nuisance, but it really does have a very significant impact on the daily lives of Ukrainians. Does it give Russia an upper hand for a considerable period of time until uh, Ukraine can find a way to respond? No, but what Russia's doing is biding its time, doing the best it can until it can do better. Their objective is twofold. They want to knock out as much energy infrastructure as they possibly can to try to force the country to give in. And two, they want to distract Ukraine's military from the very successful offensive that's forced them out of areas that they had taken over. And so what they're trying to do is to force Ukraine to get back on defense. These drone and missile attacks in Kiev and other places that they have been dealing with absorb a lot of time and energy, but it really doesn't do much for Russia's overall objective. What they're really doing is trying to bide their time, and it's just not clear what they're biding time for. 
With the latest on the war between Russia and Ukraine, WTOP's own national security correspondent J.J. Green had a conversation with Mark and Brennan. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Good Wednesday morning, it's 12.15, sports time indeed. Our first midnight hit with Rob Woodford. The words Washington Commanders fans have long waited to hear were spoken at the NFL owners' meetings Tuesday. I believe that there's merit to remove him as owner. Jim Irsay said that of fellow NFL owner Dan Snyder and that he believes there will be a necessary three-quarters majority approval to make such an unprecedented move. Snyder shot back shortly after, saying in a statement that Ursay's remarks were highly inappropriate, and Commissioner Roger Goodell said he wasn't surprised by Ursay's remarks, adding, Speculation without facts is not a very positive thing to do. I think everyone deserves to have facts and to make sure those decisions are made with facts, and the membership will have that opportunity. On the field, the commanders prepared to host the Green Bay Packers with Taylor Heineke, starting a quarterback for the injured Carson Wentz, as confirmed by Ron Rivera. Maryland got better news on their quarterback back as Talia Tungavailoa's knee injury last week was a re-aggravation and he'll be a game-time decision to play against Northwestern Saturday, Coach Mike Loxley. A huge sense of relief. The way it played out, it looked like it was very painful. We're very thankful that he had the knee brace. I mean, he fights us. He didn't want to play in the knee brace for the last two, three weeks. We forced him to do it. All the scoring in Game 1 of the National League Championship Series was by former Nationals as home runs from Bryce Harper and a Petco Park record 488-footer from Kyle Schwarber propelled the Phillies to a 2-0 win over the Padres in San Diego. And the ALCS opens in Houston Wednesday night with the Yankees facing an Astro squad that won five of seven regular season meetings between the two. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. It's Rob, as always, 12-17 Wednesday morning on WTOP the top stories we're following on TOP as we ride into this Wednesday together. President Biden promising this week to reinstate federal protections to abortion access if Democrats control enough seats in Congress next year. Polls show that'll be difficult in the House and may not even happen in the Senate. Russian airstrikes have cut power and water, as we've been telling you, on WTOP supplies to hundreds of thousands of Ukrainians. The country's president says this morning nearly a third of Ukraine's power stations have been destroyed in the past week, causing massive blackouts. Here at home, a 24-year-old Dale City man is accused of killing the four people he lived with on Monday this week. Now David Maine is charged officially this morning with four counts of second-degree murder. Prince William County Police are still working on a motive for the killing. Some of the victims had been shot to death. Stay with WTOP for more on these developing stories in just minutes. Wednesday morning, midweek, October 19th, where the time now is 12-18. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Good morning to Rich Hunter. Uh, good morning, Dean. Right now, traveling in Virginia, they were still cleaning up the crash southbound 95, just south of 123, but it looks like they've got most of it over on the right shoulder now, so you should just about have all lanes open, so delays are easing there. Good news. Maryland side of 95, working in both directions, approaching the Baltimore Beltway. Northbound, two left lanes get you by, but the ramp to the Adeloupe is closed. Southbound side also down to two left lanes, but as near as we can tell, the ramps to the Beltway are open on the southbound side. 270 north and south near 85 Bucky's Town Pike. Single file left past each of the work zones, but heads up southbound, headed further south toward Route 80 Urbana exit 26. They were checking for some kind of debris in the roadway. Be careful there as a result. Northbound on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, approaching I-195. Single file left gets you by the construction as of late delays of ease somewhat there, getting into and through that work zone. Uh, southbound Baltimore-Washington Parkway, nothing in your way. Headed down toward the Beltway and Greenbelt, and even inside the Beltway. Headed down toward the district, no early issues in your way. 
Bay Bridge, westbound span blocked for overnight maintenance. Eastbound carries two-way traffic. One lane for each direction of travel. Delays have been brief. And then 50 westbound between Baydale Drive and the Seven River Bridge. Single file right past the milling and paving project. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. We've got a cold one out there for this morning, so make sure you bundle up heading out the front door. And maybe you need the, the ice scraper as well. Could be some frost in some locations. So they do have a frost advisory around the D.C. metro area and points to the south and east to the west of Washington. You have freeze warnings in effect, so a cold start for sure. Highs in the mid to upper 50s on your Wednesday with sunshine. Thursday, going for high in the upper 50s to low 60s, and that's coming after a very cold start to the day. Friday, a little bit better, high of 64. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. Right now we're at 44 in Tyson's Quarter, Crofton, and LaFon Plaza. 40 exactly at our nation's capital. Midnight hour, Wednesday morning, midweek, October 19th. This check brought to you by New Lacombe Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. That's 1-800-279-5300. NewLacombeDesign.com. Check them out. Based on COVID this morning, 97 million U.S. coronavirus cases have been reported to date. Worldwide, the death toll this morning is more than 6.5 million. 1,065,800 considered U.S. deaths. So as we head, things are starting to get cold into the winter. What can we expect from COVID this season? That's next on WTOP. Stay with us. Is your agency building and running applications in the cloud? Adopting Prisma Cloud by Palo Alto Networks into your application lifecycle process starts your journey to comprehensive cloud security. Feel safe knowing your cloud is protected against sophisticated threats ahead of time. Feel confident your security teams can identify and fix critical risks from code to cloud. To learn more about Prisma Cloud and securing your entire application development lifecycle, visit paloaltonetworks.com slash prisma slash cloud. You're with WTOP, Dean Lane. Sell your home the stress-free way like I did with Jennifer Young of Jennifer Young Homes. This is Dave Johnson, and what's great about Jennifer Young, so many options, so many strategies, like her door-to-door -door move program. Jennifer can help you move on your timeline by enabling you to stay in your home after you've sold it until her team helps you find and lock down your next home. That's teamwork. That's why you need to connect with Jennifer at JenniferYoungHomes.com. That's JenniferYoungHomes.com or 877-611-SELL. Keller Williams Realty, 703-815-5700. This is WTOP News. Good Wednesday morning. Welcome in. Glad you're with us this early hour on WTOP where the time is 1222. In health news this morning, for the past couple of years, we've braced against waves of COVID caused by the single most active strain of the coronavirus. At the time, we had the original, then Delta, then Omicron. But as we approach our third winter season this year with the coronavirus, scientists around the world are tracking an apparent swarm of new variants all at once. This morning, CBS News medical contributor Dr. David Agus helps us understand what we're up against for our cold season. We have new variants and we expected that, right? The virus changes over time. We know that and it's continuing to change. Right now, the BA5 variant is the dominant one in the country. And we have a sub-variant of BA5 called BQ1 and BQ1.1 that are slowly going up in numbers. And they have us worried because they have some immune invasive properties. Uh, among those immune invasive properties, are they, uh, what are they and the current vaccines that we have, are, are they gonna work against all that? Well, that's the key question. What we know is, is that some of the antibodies or most of the antibodies available now don't work against them. In terms of the vaccines, my gut is they do work, but we're not gonna know until there are many more cases. We just don't have enough data yet. And that's part of the problem is that we don't know until after there've been large numbers of cases, 
What is the hospitalization rate if people had the booster versus not? And that takes time. And so we can't make that judgment just by looking at the virus. It takes time. And that's what makes policy decisions very difficult. So these variants are already appearing in Europe. It's only a matter of time before they come here. As we move through winter, do you foresee us having to get a little more strict and a little more careful about protecting ourselves? You know, I think if we have the boosters, we're protected from serious illness and hospitalization, which is the key thing we worry about now. And that's what shuts down our cities. And, and so unfortunately, in the United States, we've been pretty poor on the booster uptake. I hope that the rise of these new variants here in the country will push people to get those boosters and then we can all be protected. I don't think we're going to have shutdowns, but I do think we're going to have some restrictions if people don't get those boosters. We've had two and a half years now of fighting COVID and two and a half years of experience of trying to get vaccines manufactured to keep up with the variants. Um, from what you're able to tell now, how quickly are the drug manufacturers now able to keep up? You know, it's slower than we originally thought, but we do have now these BA4, BA5 boosters, which give broadened immunity and which protect us. You know, they're looking now about what's going to come in the future, and it's always hard to predict. You know, if it's going to take six to 12 months to get a new booster, you have to predict six to 12 months in advance what's going to be that new variant. We don't have that ability right now. So the hope is we can get the one we have now into arms, and that's going to be critical. The good is Paxlovid, the treatment for people who have risk for serious illness or hospitalization, it still works and has been a remarkable drug to prevent those hospitalizations. So we have to hang our hat on those accomplishments. On the medical page, Dr. David Agus, CBS News medical contributor with the latest on what we can expect this winter season from COVID. Talking there with Hillary and Sean. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Early time now, Wednesday morning is 1225. Money news each half hour at 25 and 55. A Bloomberg preview of your business day this Wednesday on GOP. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. A solid start to third quarter earnings season has Wall Street on a two-day winning streak. It's first in two weeks. The market will try for a hat trick today after Netflix and United Airlines turned in better than expected results last night. The major averages were up by about 1% yesterday. Another batch of third quarter earnings results are due this morning with Abbott Labs and Procter & Gamble among the companies opening their books. IBM, American Airlines, Tesla and others report after the close. Rising mortgage rates and still high inflation are souring builders on the housing market outlook. A monthly reading of builder confidence is at its lowest level this month in more than a decade. Unhappy builders are unlikely to build and the government's reading on September home construction is expected to show a 7.2% decline when it comes out this morning. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. October is beautiful at Hillwood Estate Museum and Gardens. Come stroll through the 13 acres of formal gardens bursting with fall color. Tour the mansion and be dazzled by the unrivaled collection of decorative art. And don't miss the special exhibition, Grace of Monaco, Princess in Dior. Exploring the glamorous fashion of the legendary Grace Kelly, Princess of Monaco, created by the House of Dior through clothing, accessories, photos, and more. On view now. Plan your visit at hillwoodmuseum.org. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. I'd like to see the doctor for a few questions about